Happy Palm Sunday. Okay, I'd be curious to know how many of us were confirmed on Palm Sunday? Yeah, that used to be the day. Confirmation Sunday. Well, the question for the day is, what's in it for me? You ever ask that? Now, I know you've never asked that question. It's just me. What's in it for me? Is this going to make me feel good? Am I going to like this? Am I going to get rich? from doing this. What's in it for me? Jesus rides through the east gate of Jerusalem this morning. Did you know, if you look in the Bible, the Palm Sunday story is one of the few stories told in all four Gospels. Not even the Christmas story is told in all four Gospels. But only one of the Gospels actually mentions palms. Two of the Gospels mention branches, okay, but not palms. What's the one Gospel that mentions palms? Nice guess. John. I know. I'm getting you ready for Jeopardy. What can I say? John's Gospel mentions palms, but it is Palm Sunday. What happens on Palm Sunday? Jesus rides through the east gate of Jerusalem, and there's people who've been, maybe 100, 150 people, and it's kind of spontaneous. People start throwing their clothes on the ground, and they start cutting down branches, and they're waving. There's not even time for the disciples to set up a souvenir stand. That's how quick this is. And all of a sudden, the people are shouting, Hosanna to the Senate! <laughs> oh, you missed it. Hosanna to the Son of David! Yeah, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You'll get better. Okay, who watched the Cardinals home opener Thursday? Did anybody get a go? Oh, oh, okay. One special person. Good. Glad for you. Hope it didn't cost more than 250 bucks. <laughs> that, I loved watching the beginning of that first game. I mean, the pageantry. And when they, when they bring all the old Cardinal greats who are still alive and walking, well, kind of walking, out on those convertibles, and they line them up in those red coats, and, you know, they play that same music over and over and over, and they show you all the banners and everything, and the pageantry, you just gotta love it. I mean, that's an entrance. So Jesus, no Mustang convertible for him. He's on a donkey. And he comes into Jerusalem, and what are the people looking for? They're looking for a bread king. They're looking for another king who will feed them like Jesus did. And they just watched as Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. What are they thinking? They're thinking, is this the guy who can overthrow the Romans? 
Is this the guy who can stop the brutality, the taxation, all the things going on here that are so... If I hook my wagon to this Jesus guy, will my life get better? Will things get better for me? Now here's the crazy thing. Jesus is coming through the east gate of Jerusalem. Who's coming through the west gate? Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate has come back to town. And he's not a happy camper. I mean, Pontius Pilate would rather be out at his seaside resort living the good life. But Pontius Pilate had to come back to Jerusalem. It's Passover, and his job is to remind the Jews that who's God? Caesar. Caesar is Caesar's God, Caesar's the law, and when Caesar's happy, Pontius Pilate's happy. Now this is the crazy thing. Pontius Pilate has to answer the question, what's in it for me? And he picks wrong. I mean, he has Jesus in front of him. He finds no wrong in him. And what does he do? He just says, oh, you deal with it. I'm going to wash my hands of this whole deal. Just think of it. Every seventh grader who's ever been in confirmation knows about power. How would you like to have your name go down in history like that? Suffered under Pontius Pilate, died and was crucified. In both creeds, suffered under Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate chose wrong. He was a coward. Now here's the amazing thing about Palm Sunday, okay? Man, isn't this fun? Let's do it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hosanna to the son of David. Yeah. Now, here's the crazy deal. In five days, in five days, we're all going to leave them. We're going to forget the cheering today and the, oh, it's so good to have you here, King Jesus. It's only going to take five days. And in those five days, we're going to watch his disciples deny him, betray him, all the people, you and I, we're the same people who are going to shout, crucify him. Oh, I know, not us. We're not those kind of people. Yeah, we are. And we're going to sit by and watch as the Romans arrest him, as they have kind of a sham trial, and he gets sentenced to die like a common criminal. Common criminal. Who's going to be there saying, no, don't do that to him? I don't see any palms up now. St. Paul says, hey, you Palm Sunday people, did you hear that Old Testament lesson today? 
that God will make you prisoners of hope? You know, what is hope? It is, the, it is having tomorrow and the next day that I can make decisions and I know that God is with me. It's a beautiful phrase, prisoners of hope. Because I want to know, how many of us Palm Sunday people, and I won't even make you put the palms up again, how many of you Palm Sunday people are going to be there on Good Friday? And how many of us are going to walk away from Golgotha going, you know, that Jesus really was a pretty good guy. You know, he really didn't deserve what he got. You know, we should have said something. We really should have said something. You know, kind of said, hey, this is too radical. You don't have to do this to him. Second lesson today, did you hear it from St. Paul? That Jesus emptied himself unto death so that at the name of Jesus, every knee bows in heaven and on earth. That's Palm Sunday. Every knee bows. So there's this little boy, he's eight years old. And he wakes up one Sunday morning, and lo and behold, the kid's got a cold. I mean, none of that going around here anywhere. No colds. And mom and dad listen to him, and mom and dad think, man, we're not taking you to church today. You stay home with grandma. You know, because that's what grandparents do, right? We take care of sick kids. So little boy stays home. Mom and dad and sister go to church. They come back from church, and they've got palms, just like we do, palms. And the little kid says, hey, that's pretty cool. Why do you have palms today? And the father says, well, it was Palm Sunday. And when Jesus walked by, we all waved our palms because that's how we honored him. Little kid says, oh, that's kind of interesting. And he thinks about it for a minute. He says, you know, Dad, wouldn't you know it? The one Sunday I don't go to church and he shows up. <laughs> now, we're not looking. Jesus is showing up today. And you and I both know it. But what's the story we, we are getting ready for today? It's the story of Jesus loving us and caring us and calling us his own. But get this, it's not just a story. Matter of fact, if Holy Week is just a story for you and me, we're in trouble. Jesus is asking us to come be a part of it again. Come be a part of Holy Week. Let it be part of your story here in the year 2022. And you know where I'm going with this. A week from today, next Sunday, Easter, after the Easter egg hunting, as you're putting out the ham and the roast beef and the potato salad and all that other good junk, are you going to be closer to Jesus Christ than you were this morning? Are you, is your faith going to be more alive after celebrating Holy Week and Easter than it is now? 
And you might be sitting there going, Pastor Al, if that isn't the biggest Lutheran guilt trip I've ever heard. I mean, how do you expect me to... I'm going to give you an answer as to how you might go about that. Okay, the first is the door up here. Okay, you ever seen the back of the door? There's a board across it. You couldn't go through that door if you had to. But this is how we start celebrating Holy Week. We stop seeing ourselves as the crowd. We stop seeing ourselves as spectators. We stop being the people who go, Hosanna to the Son of David. And what time is lunch today? We stop all that. And we get down and we walk through that east gate with Jesus. You imagine that? Your hand on the donkey walking through the east gate with Jesus. And then what do you see? You see Jesus stop and cry. Cry for Jerusalem. But then all of a sudden I see my Jesus. And he sees this train of people back here carrying a little nine-year-old girl who died in a train station in Ukraine this week. And my Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. I got that one. Or maybe it's my Jesus who all of a sudden looks over and there's a sick man sitting there. You know, one of those deals that we've all heard of people where the doctors say, not much else we can do but make you comfortable. My Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life today. You will be with me in paradise. Or for the person who is sitting there in the crowd going, Hosanna, with the heart of the world, with their heart broken, grieving, hurting, not knowing what to do with decisions to make in life. And Jesus says, I'm there. I'm there for you. You want to know if we can be different next Sunday? Walk through that east gate with Jesus Christ. Now, bad news, this is the last day of Lent. I know that really breaks you up, doesn't it? Last day of Lent. 40, what did you give up for Lent? I always, you know, I want to thank all of you who gave up Brussels sprouts and pickled beets and liver and sushi. Man, the kingdom is so much stronger because of that. You know, we're supposed to give something up to draw closer to Jesus Christ. Here's another clue as to how you can grow closer. Let's take the next 40 days all the way up to May 20. And let's give. Oh, I don't want money. That'd be too easy. You know, it's too easy to sit down and write a check and say, there, done my deal. But how about if we give love to children for the next 40 days? Maybe, maybe we all call up Babs, our preschool director, and say, I'd like to come in and read to the kids. I'd like to buy books for the kids. I'd like to do something for the kids. What can we do to make Jesus more real for the kids at King of Kings? Or what about all these orphan kids we see on the news? Maybe there's a way we can help make sure they find families. 
give. Maybe we need to forgive. Forgive ourselves. Ah, that's a good one. How much junk are you carrying around? We're good at that as people. Carrying stuff around that we don't need to. Let's forgive ourselves, forgive other people. Or how about give up? Let's give up hate, gossip, doubt, fear, anxiety. Man, can you imagine how we'd be with Jesus at 40 days if we did some giving? Well, we're walking through the Eastgate, friends. When you walk out the door of that church this morning, you and I are on the other side of the Eastgate. That means I'm going to hear him again say, this is my body, this is my blood, just like we're going to do this morning. It means I'm going to hear him cry out, it is finished, and I'm going to know he's got my back. But here's that Palm Sunday question again. What's in it for me? What's in it for you? The answer Everything. Everything. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.